The Spin-Off Podcast Network. Ready to rediscover the joys of cycling? With over 300 kilometres of cycle paths across Tamaki Makoto, jumping on your bike and going for a ride is such a fun way to discover the city from a different perspective. Cycling is getting more and more popular across Auckland, so now's a great time to join the hype and give cycling a go. Head to at.govt forward slash cycling to find your nearest cycleway today. At Zed, we're all about moving with the times. And now it's time to be part of the climate change solution and move on from fossil fuels. As a company providing fuel to people all over the country, we also know we have a real opportunity to lead that change. We're committed to keeping Aotearoa moving by providing the right energy for everyone. We believe that innovation in fuel and how it's used can make a huge difference to our planet. Find out more at z.co.nz. So say my name. Scene one. Scene one and slap. Yeah. Lance Savali, scene one. Out now on the spin-off, a brand new season of First. Watch episode one featuring DJ, dancer and all-round entertainer Lance Savali at thespinoff.co.nz slash videos. New episodes out weekly. What am I doing here? Who am I? Am I going to survive? The new Technics A800 Premium Wireless Headphones and AZ60 True Wireless Earbuds feature industry-leading noise cancelling, multi-point Bluetooth connection, superior call quality and long-lasting battery life. Indulge in superior sound like never before with Technics. Kia ora welcome to The Real Recap. This is Team Real Pod recapping Married at First Sight Australia. We're into week seven, and in breaking news, we've decided what our next Real Recap series is going to be. So we'll just shall we? Should we just? Are tell we allowed to say? I don't know. Why not? We know it's coming. Schmanschmanschmander. Schmischmoschmeck. Schmanschmander. That is going to be our uh, our next exciting Real Recap breakout series. <laughs> hi Alex, hi Duncan Hello Kia ora Jane How We've was... lost a hundred like <laughs> listeners just then That's fine, that's fine We're just, we, we're cutting the wheat from the chaff <laughs> <laughs> um, We're on week seven of Married at First Sight Australia And we're cutting some couples out there too Yeah They Rest were mainly chaff They were mainly chaff, that's <laughs> that true That is not chaff That is quite chaffy <laughs> We said goodbye to Matt and Kate, who just couldn't couldn't find love with each other. He just got rid of. <laughs> We've all been there. It's it's quite frustrating this season because there just isn't the same volume of shooting, and the the way that he was <laughs> sorrifying was <laughs> like it made it sound like he'd done the worst thing. But I get the feeling it was basically fine. I don't know. There was definitely like going into people's rooms in mm. the middle of the night. And it wasn't like, because I think it would have been a very different yeah. vibe if he'd been partying with everyone else, but it was sort of like he went out. He was alone. <laughs> alone. <laughs> out of his mind. So it would have been a real stark contrast to everyone else who was just having a lovely slumber at three in the morning, you know? Can we can do a talk? I know this is not the focal point of the episode. <laughs> but what, what do, do you think it was just lost the ability to read and just had to go door to door to be like, is this my house? No, because he was trying. He was like, Mitchie, come out for a drink, Mitchie. <laughs> he knew where he was going. Look, to be fair, it wasn't going to take much for Kate to, to like, sign, sign the divorce papers here, you know? Like, she, if she needed a reason, this was as good as any. He knew it. That's why the apology uh, the, <laughs> the apology was so uh, effusive. He kind of went out 
in a like he for someone who has basically had to leave because they had too many beers, he went out in a real dignified way with that kind of I still believe, but I have to recognise that <laughs> this is just this dog won't hunt. He you know what he should do? He should life coach politicians to accept responsibility, apologise in the kind of way that afterwards you're like, it's all good, mate. You're yeah. fine, you yeah. know? Uh, we also said goodbye to our thruple. So um, we're talking about Carolina, Dion and Danny. Carolina was a no-show, first of all. Mm. Um, and Dion was just, they, everyone was just heaping the love on Dion. Oh, you know who King. it was? King. 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 King of <laughs> shit. Tamara was heaping some love on him. Did you? Did anyone get a bit of a vibe there? Oh. No, because she was sitting next to him during the, the trauma and was, <clears throat> and 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 he was he was he came off incredibly well there. And this was during a low point for Brent and Tamara, and I was like, hmm. Interesting. You know, she I does like of, a guy with designer clothes and nice cars. Big, yes. Her audition Big bucks, tape. Yeah. You know, I'm just saying. Just saying. Okay, I watched the space. We haven't had a king in the commitment ceremony. Since uh, since King Dingaling. Good callback, Jane. So the, the Liv and Jackson were sort of. It's kind of annoying that it was them who were on the couch when these guys walked in. Um, and when I say these guys, Carolina and Danny walked in hand in hand and just absolutely upended everything. But Liv, it was time for her comeuppance for being mm. a bit of a dick. Oh, she'll at, keep at the retreat. Though. She'll okay. keep. She'll keep. I also have a conspiracy theory about this. I don't know what you think about them walking in and whether it was orchestrated or not because they seemingly were not mic'd. They were mic'd. They were mic'd when they first came in and they got re-mic'd. They didn't get re-mic'd. The sound guy came over and fiddled with their lapels. Yeah, but great. that is not uh, how you mic someone. You yeah. have to run a pack down their back, run the run the cable up. You don't just go over so and did play they, with like, the collar. Because Dan, Daniel came in kind of talking, but he, it was roomy. It sounded roomy. But do you think that was like on purpose? Yeah, I think that yeah. they've, they've tried to make it look like that. Of course it was coordinated. Because, you know, Olivia has an unlikely ally in Carolina in their hate for Dom. Mm. I think Olivia asked Carolina and Danny to walk in during their couch session so she would not have to front up to being a horrible wow. person. Wow. Wow. Mm. That's huge. Mm. No. No, I don't, I don't <laughs> agree. That's good theory. I think so. No. I do think there's probably someone on the door of the location that stops people just walking on in. Uh, so I think that, you know, I, I, they mm. were definitely granted access. There were definitely people who knew about it. But, you know, what a lovely... Um, I just wonder I don't why think they, I don't think not. the experts knew, though. I think they kept it. Agreed, I believe agreed. it. Yeah. I think they, they, they very deliberately have the experts kind of responding in real time kind of thing. But just in general, the way that that episode was sort of staged with production and um, the, the level of... The, the the amount that we saw behind the the way that the things put together, even down to the like you'll all have your turn kind mm. of the watching the way that that John sort of owns the uh, oh it was really really riveting to watch mm. even though even as predictable as it as it was um and then he kind of did the thing where you think that he's going to let them back into the experiment and then he was like not on your nally not in those words he was you know much more kind of <laughs> laid back cool John Aitken about it yeah um he is seemingly the director of the show right because he's like we're just going to hold for audio everybody yeah. like where is the where is the director? But, but, but I wonder if he's got like an earpiece and he's True. just getting the. Um... They're telling him. Yeah, uh, yeah. It was it was um, it was quite a fun. You because they have to they have to shuffle things up a bit. We've had the same storylines mm. of 
of unfaithfulness and so on for years. So this was kind of like a fun spin on it. <laughs> Not for Dion, obviously, but well, for you, me. But but as um, as Mel said, like. This has been your audition. Like Dion could not have presented better or held mm. himself better through all, all that. And, you know, there's, D- Dion's going to be fine. Uh, well, you know who's going to come back for next season? Surely. Dion. Surely Dion gets second the redemption. Shot second shot at love, like they gave to, um, what's her name? Lizzie. Yeah. Old pizza in the toaster. How good is it that we know everyone's name? <laughs> <laughs> we are so. <laughs> Crap at our jobs. <laughs> no, but don't tell them. But like, you know, entertaining. I also I liked how um, there was just open heckling from the floor, like yeah. Don being like, "You're a mole." Yeah, the <laughs> You're the mole. <laughs> she fell on his dick. That's what happened. <laughs> it was amazing. They all got up and walked out, <laughs> and then were back within within minutes. Uh, but yes, no, they, they Carolina and Danny got a real dressing down. Extremely embarrassing for them. I'm sure that the heat on social media has been horrible for them. Yeah. Um, but hopefully, hopefully, it's the the truest of all love stories to make it all worth it. So, some of this, you're like, I think it will be scary going out to do all the things that influence the kind of people in their late twenties, early thirties do, when you have been that level of villainy. Mm. Mm. And they thought, oh, we'll get a redemption arc by showing our mm. love. And John's like, absolutely not. Yeah, absolutely not. I honestly reckon, though, compared to live. I'm like, you guys are all good. Well, yeah, Yeah. truly. You're just following your heart. (laughs) And also, I mean, it was never going to happen with Carolina and and, uh, and Dion, was it? It just, Mm. it's not like, I don't know, that was was not something that was ever going to work out. So anyway, good luck, everyone. Fine love. Let's move on to, uh, what was the week? Oh, homestays. El Rancho. Pretty much a perfect week of maths. Amazing A lot of very funny stuff. Yeah. A lot of very, like, sweet stuff. Two, bookended by these two completely crazy, uncontrollable controls. You, you know, if you were ranking the weeks, this is... Yeah, should, a big be up, one. should be up there. Okay, so we'll just quickly touch on Sam and Al, who um, in the commitment ceremony, Sam wanted to leave. Uh, Al said he wanted to stay for personal development, oh. which is not really... <laughs> Oh, I want to drag you through this because I feel like I've learned so much. I can do use a washing machine now. Yeah. He's you a know? cutie boy, though. He is. I know, but I think you know he just doesn't. Uh, he doesn't communicate what he means to say very well. So when he says personal development, I think he means in the relationship. But it sounded like he was like, "Sorry, it's not working for you, but I am actually growing." Yeah, uh, so I think we should stay. <laughs> Oh, man. My favourite Al moment of the week was when, this is a bit of a throw forward to, to the photo thing, but um, when they when they had that super cut of all the people talking about the photo and they ended it on um, Al with his kind of classic uh, face going, what's the photo? <laughs> what's the photo? Just big old eyes, eh? Hey? So Everything is for the first time for Al. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, they, 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 they're told to stay on for 24 hours. Yeah, I like this new kind of clause. Yeah. Experts and making stuff up on the fly. It's, and then, it's sort of the jazz version of Married at First Sight. <laughs> yeah. Al, Al works his uh, his magic and goes for a bit of a, they, what do they do, some diving? Snorkeling. Some snorkeling. Did you notice Samantha's tattoo? Oh, Delicate. Yeah. yeah. Across her abdomen. No. I in did a, in a, a, a Duncan style takeaway <laughs> TV. <laughs> Fans of the pod will remember. <laughs> um, no. Yeah. It happened and it was strange. <laughs> yeah, it's really hard to. Is it like fragile, handle with care kind of a. 
No, but it was in a kind of gothic Friday. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it's just a real cool um, underground band or something. Something. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, uh, they he he managed to sort of win her over for the week. So she's um, she looks she looks set to stick around for some more friend hangs. Yeah. They didn't they didn't do homestays because obviously they were in uh, triage. But they but did vibe like maybe they had sort of hooked up again. The beach does strange things to Samantha. Yeah. <laughs> she said, she's like, the sun, the sand. It's like Sexy. Sex, <laughs> the tanning. <laughs> so who knows? But, yeah, Al is just a clown. <laughs> Jack and Dom had um, an adorable homestay. I will. I do want to point something out, though. Remember, cast your mind back to when they first went on honeymoon and saw a, a little lamb being born. And they were all like, mm. ah, this is amazing. This is She's grown up on a farm. Full of sheep, presumably birthing lambs. Mm. You know? Dad has a, mur- a sheep murder shed. <laughs> he as does. Well. So she's <laughs> I loved El Rancho Farm. Oh my God. That place is so great. Her family, so cool, loved every single one of them. They're like well, Teletubbies tied to the thing on the toe. It was just like a fun house. And then um, Dad slowly lifting weights. So cool. Um, Never that- forgetting that she was on mic. That's right. And mum being like, you're on the microphone, they're recording us. (laughs) The whole, yeah, that that place, I sort of semi-legit think that they could just open it to the public and charge an admission and that there'd be enough maths fans just wanting to vibe out there that it or rent it as a venue for like a, Mm. you know. And the dog did a massive shit just as... um, As as Jack's parents were pulling up. So this is cool. They had the the, both sets of in-laws get together at lunch. Happen. No, and it's it's actually something they should do more often. Yeah. Yeah. It's very high stakes. Like, you know, the parents meeting is crazy. I think it really solidifies the relationship, you know. Mm. And there were you know, there was uh, very different people from very very different backgrounds um, coming together with and what nothing will bring you together. More than like amazing Italian food. Mm. That food looked so effing so young. I'm so hungry right now. I just was, the, the food this week was quite great. Have you got any food? I've got nothing. <laughs> I don't Sorry. want Cody's mum's food though. No offence. Cody's mum's food. I thought it was fine. Well, she kept apologising about it and it made me think that it was like. Yeah, but sometimes people do that as well as fishing for compliments. Hi. I can't, <laughs> even, I can't even remember. I know that when, um, when Brent and Tamara went for lunch, there was just water on the table. There was no food at all. So mm. that's Yeah, because they just like to drink five to twelve bottles of wine. <laughs> and green juice. Of the evening. <laughs> uh, anyway, so also Jack's got a snake, by the way. I love, Lucy. Quite, I love when you just when they're just flatting. Like Jack just lives in a flat yeah. and he's got a snake. <laughs> it's like I feel like they used to stage their houses back in the there day. There were definitely some Airbnbs. Mm. Yeah, like at Brent's house. That's not his house. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. think I don't think that's. Did you house. not think it was? No. I thought it was. No, I no, think that's an Airbnb. Like it's like the, the, oh. the furniture hadn't even been like. Lib <laughs> <laughs> and Jackson um, had a an interesting homestay. Oh. So Jax, she met up with Jackson's flatmates. Took zero time to tell them that she's a petty bitch, and goes on to detail the bridesmaids dress thing, which is honestly keep that one on the DL. Don't say it to your new husband's mates, and don't say it on the telly to all of Australasia. What is she doing? The the things that she's, like, really proud of about herself mm. and the frequency with which she just repeats the same, them with the near-identical mm. phrasing and framing, someone needs to tell her to stop doing that. Like, she's so attached <laughs> to it. I mean, it's yeah. her whole personality, clearly, but 
Wow. Um, I didn't listen to Real Paradise. I'm real sorry, but um, uh, Nikki, my, my wife did, and she said, Alex, that you're you were like steaming mad <laughs> with love already. Yeah. Um, can can you re- recap it? Well, what happened like last week was um, Dominica Gay, the voice. Yeah, gay. yeah. There was also she a, just showed herself. She's yeah. a mean girl. She's just the na- she's one of the nastiest. She is the worst reality TV I villain think so. I've ever I said seen. That last I night. believe yeah. it, and I also I, can you call people a sociopath? I think she's. There's something, yeah. I mean, she does say, she like in the, in the throat yeah. forward, she says, I, I have no, I have zero empathy or something. Yeah. Did you see that? It's like, Ugh. She's also, it's um, chilling. you know, she used the term white trash a lot to, to oh. describe. Oh, I hated that so and much. And that was really, and in fact, white trash is such a slur that Facebook have, uh, you can't say it on Facebook, they'll delete your comment. Because really? I keep getting really? moderation alerts from the Real Bot <laughs> Corner of people who've said white trash in relation to the oh. show and being wow. horrified by her use of it. So that gives you some idea of how much of an insult that is. And she knows exactly what she means when she's saying that. Well, and it does sort of feel that way because Liv sort of poshes herself, you know, like that. she sort of feels like she comes from a kind of, I don't know, a particular social strata or, mm. or whatever. And, and Dominica has almost like a kind of rural Italian type feel in a way that where you're like, this does feel like you're... Yeah, it just. But she says it. She's like, "I'm a better person. I'm from a different class. I'm, yeah. you know, she actually my morality. Just, yeah, it's, like, it's her morals. It's beyond and her morality. That's right. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> both of those things. On the last day, Alex Casey declared that live was her fight for life. Oh, that's right, mm. I did, and I, I stand by that. I would pay to see that. Yeah. <laughs> I would also find I will train because I know she's not going to the gym. She's not going to the gym. Exactly right. That was a, an extremely smart choice yeah, for your true. fight for life. True. Also, because of your Italian ancestry, true. potentially. Wow. Mm. Fly the flag. Fly the flag. Um, I would do it for Dom, honestly. Now, she she went on to explain about the gym situation as well to Jackson's friends, um, and she's worried about how much time with her, he'd be sacrificing by going to the gym. Now, I'm I'm not going to defend Liv here, but I'm going to defend her um, her reasoning because in this conversation, it turns out if they stay together, she's going to be visiting him for like a week at a time. And he said that he goes he goes to work, he goes to the gym, comes home, has a Sammy or something, goes straight to bed. So if she's there for a week and he's spending all of his spare time at the gym, I can understand why that. But but because I don't like her, I can understand why he wouldn't want to spend the time there as well. But she also like emphasized. I don't. She was just so demeaning and rude about how he's like a twenty-year-old friend. Oh no! And all that stuff. Like it wasn't just about the time. I think that's a Frankenbite. I think they're talking about L. I think they're having a conversation. If you watch it back, I think that they're having a conversation. They're talking about someone else, and they're Frankenbited her there. Wow. Frankenbite because because at no point was she like. You know, that doesn't even make sense. And going to the gym, you've got to stop sh- doing that shit. Going to the gym is not 20-year-old fr- frat boy stuff. Mm, I, I, the I think it's the shoeys and the, the they're talking about Al. No, maybe, I disagree. Maybe. I think we've got enough evidence about Liv's character that she could have definitely said that. I mean, the main thing is, like, I he 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 goes to the gym for maybe an hour, right? Maybe an hour yeah. and a half. No, at, he reckons he goes after work. He goes and he spends the whole I evening I know, but this is like when he doesn't have anything else in his life. Now that he's got live in his life, he's probably going to stay up a bit later, you know, like, or at least have a meal together. Like, it's just, the the how, how many hours is this guy sleeping? Like, it's, it's, <laughs> so I don't really buy this, like, I won't see you for five days. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, it's, ugh. And it's also, 
I mean, people can go to the gym for whatever reason they want. Like, Daniel loves the gym. But the way that Jackson talks about the gym is, like, it's very important to his yes. well-being, yeah. his mental yeah, health, true, his true, whole true. thing. Like, it's not just, like, he's a juicy head. And even if he was a juicy head, that would be fine too. But, you know, she's just, like, so venomous when she's like, I'm your world now. Yeah. yeah. I mean, she's actually terrifying. Like, imagine if she was your girlfriend. <laughs> imagine if you were in a position where you needed to break up with Liv. No, thank you. Jackson is... Is in it, trouble. Is he? Is he for life? <laughs> it, um, it, did, it, have, it did have very like Kathy Bates and Misery vibes. Question: mm. Why didn't they visit his mum? Do you think that he kept her from visiting his mum? Or is he not live in the same city as his mum? I mean, there was this kind of state travel felt quite difficult at yeah. various times during production. He has a very close relationship with his mum, and he's very, very protective of her and his sister. So. I don't know. I'm just wondering that with her showing her true colours, if maybe he decided to keep mum out of out of away from the firing line. Mm, possibly. And he did say the friends were as like he said, if you don't get on with my friends, that's a deal breaker. So yeah. it felt like he was laying the ground. He's starting to look for early. reasons, isn't mm. he? Like the, the when they were cooking eggs and she was putting too much butter with the bacon. Like basically, it felt like he's turned mm. and he's looking for excuses mm. and sort of building traps for her that he knows that she can't resist walking into. And and for totally sensible reasons, given that she's terrifying, but but certainly like that that just beautiful warmth and forgiveness that was was characteristic of their early relationship is absolutely gone from him now. Mm, mm. Cody and Selena, this was a great homestay. What wow. the hell? Oh okay, flatmate Zach needs to get in the bin. Actually, Cody needs to get in there with him. The whole house or, needs to get in the bin. <laughs> the whole house already is a bin. Or Zach and Cody in that house. Reality the sweet show. life of Zach and Cody. <laughs> I mean, I would, I would watch that. Okay, so Zach has um, peppered the house with rose petals, leading up to the uh, the master suite. Um, on the wall of the master suite is a poster, a bespoke poster, with uh, with Cody and Selena partaking in some watermelons. Yeah, some consumption of watermelons. But Selena's holding hers. Lengthways, mm. the wedge cut out of it, crotch over her crotch, and she's just like, "Is that my vagina? Is that supposed to be my vagina?" <laughs> it's art. You decide. <laughs> when, when you, when, yeah, so that could be anything. If you see it that way, I mean, when you first saw it, did you like? Because I was like, "That sure looks like," but surely not. No, no, I wouldn't. I immediately was like, "This is this is this is frat boy flat." This is it like is the boldest move. It's <laughs> But also, Cody comes in and he's not like, oh God, Zach. You know, it's not like <laughs> it's not like an O'Neill moment, yeah. you know? <laughs> like even even Andrew had his like True. Neil leaving a poo in the toilet was a step too far for the new wife, you know? Um whereas Cody's just like, this is great, it's hilarious, yeah, yeah. this is fun, I'm all on board, you know? <laughs> Laugh along, love. You he know? loves pranks. Loves a prank. Uh, there was the Batman bed, oh, the bedspread. Batman. Oh. Which was brand new, so it was put on again to like his his mate's trying to shame Cody out, and Cody's just loving it. And Selena not. Just in hell. Just it made me feel sick. The whole house, the kitchen, the lack of furniture, the I, bins. Look, I was trying to decide. I'm not a hundy <laughs> convinced that Cody actually lives there again in keeping with this. No, I, be, I, believe, I believe he lives there. Every time he opened things, he was like seeing things for the first time. Yeah, but that's because he's just like, he's never cooked anything it's true. in his He life. did have his mug there as well, I suppose. <laughs> so, <laughs> we talk about Gillygate? <laughs> Talk about what? Gilly suit gate. 
Is that what it's called? Yeah. <laughs> a ghillie suit. <laughs> right? That was a rare... I was sort of on Team Cody a little bit there. This is just not that... a... It was not really a prank. It was weird. It was the most David Brent <laughs> when he fires Dawn for stealing <laughs> the post-it notes and then she starts crying. <laughs> And he goes, <laughs> practical jokes. Oh my God. <laughs> it was exactly that energy the whole way through. So Where did he get the suits from? He got her dressed up in some bird watching suits. And then he <laughs> then he was like, Oh, I've got to get something from inside. And takes his off. <laughs> and that's the joke. Practical joke. That's the joke. Is that like he's gonna take her wearing a bird bird watching suit? <laughs> I thought that he was going to try and drive her somewhere where she had to be innocent. I was like, that's yeah. awful. It was like, they're actually going to Birdwatch. He's just temporary. It's, like, it's a terrible practical joke. It's also like quite low stakes. So it's not that bad. <laughs> the execution but, was shocking. What he needed to do was drive there in the suit himself and then get out, excuse himself to the toilet and come back fully dressed and she's left in the suit. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. just, he just needs some help. You know, he needs to talk to Zach about how to execute a prank. <laughs> It's the maximum the, effect. The and thing. then he ended up guiltily putting it I back know. on. <laughs> so we're both sitting in these and having this emotional chat oh. in these suits. It was, that was so amazing. Like they're in the moments conducted in, yeah. in what are they called? Gilly suits. Gilly suits was just like, this is real strange stuff we're doing with our time. <laughs> yeah. Very, very odd. I just love it that Cody has like botched everything he's ever tried to do. Yeah. <laughs> and we see that at the dinner party as well. But then lovely uncle, like lovely Uncle John. Uncle. uncle John, do do as I say, not as I did. I've learned from my experience. I'm a lonely old man now and you need to look after this mm. girl and But also like, is John single? Like, did you see his pad? His house yeah. is That's amazing. Come, oh someone needs God. to let Tamara know immediately. <laughs> <laughs> um, he said his, it was an extremely emo moment when Uncle John said his regret in life was that he wasn't more open and affectionate with his loved ones. <sighs> That's quite a that's a realization to have and share, you know, for someone mm. who's a, obviously quite a stoic man. There's a weird world where I can kind of see them together in like sixty years, well, however long years are time, and <laughs> and can see her sort of healing him. Like they, she is she's so wonderful, Selena, and he is so broken, but broken in a way where you can see that the environment or events did that to mm. him. Mm. And you sort of feel like sometimes you just see this expression on his face like, oh, God, it's getting through the ice kind of thing. Mm. And you're like, maybe. I mean, I'm sure they've already broken up, but still. <laughs> so because he doesn't even really have a, a relationship with his mum, you know. He said it's no. it turned awkward yeah, after the cold. death of his dad. And yeah. yeah, that was awkward. Kia ora, I'm Simon Pound. You might remember me from a little old podcast called Business is Boring. Well, we've had a lovely long break over summer, but I'm happy to say Business is Boring is back, with lots of thanks to our friends at SparkLab. Join me here on the Spin-Off Podcast Network every Tuesday as I chat with some of the most interesting and inspirational players in the Aotearoa business scene. From accidental entrepreneurs to the brains behind some of the country's biggest brands. If you're into business, or want to be, then make sure you follow Business is Boring wherever you get your podcasts. At Zed, we know that it's time to move from being a part of the climate change problem to the heart of its solution. And as a New Zealand company providing fuel to people in all parts of the country, we also know that we have a real chance to lead that change. We're committed to providing the right energy for everyone and keeping our customers moving. We believe that innovation in fuel and how it's used can make a huge difference to our planet. You can find out more about what we're doing in the Zed app and you can save money at the pump at the same time. 
download the Sid app for free and make your journey with Sid quicker and easier. Mitch and Ella have a happy uh, commitment ceremony. They visit Ella's home in Melbourne. The whole tension between them now is, you know, is she going to move to, where does he live? Goldie. Goldie, oh, yeah. he on the Goldie. Nice. I mean, it's sunny there. I can understand. Melbourne's miserable. It's great going, city, but miserable. Melbourne is freezing, is it? It's pretty cold. It it's like, cold. They said it was four degrees overnight. Yeah. Wow. It's the, it's the Wellington it. weather-wise oh, of Australia. Okay. And okay. All, lots of other ways-wise, right? Yeah, true. Culture, everything. Two, two, <laughs> no, stage, two stage stores. <laughs> That's not going to make any sense unless you listen to yesterday's Real Pod, which you should do after this. Okay, dinner at Ella's house also looked delicious. Mm. So yum. What was it? It like was, a, a, I can't remember. Like a roast? I don't know. No. I was absolutely salivating over the dinners. <laughs> I'm so hungry. Still. <laughs> it's weird that it hasn't gone away. Um, <laughs> Ella's brother has doubts about the long distance thing. So this is their this is their uh, their story now. We know mm. that they work together. We know that they're on their path to love, but can they find a middle ground to um to reside in? There's Maybe only one way to find ground. out, Jane. A psychic medium. Yes. This <laughs> was magic. It was crazy for, to have like <laughs> just to have a week where um Mitch was almost like the like because Ella just wins every week like she's so amazing and then like I go to my brother for advice on all of my relationships and if he says I don't know then that's it's like this seems like a bad <laughs> thing and then uh, but if that doesn't work out then I'll go and get so, get a tarot reading from a psychic. <laughs> but she's I mean Mitch was he was polite but he didn't do that thing where he just played along. She's like, no. I see you swimming with the whales. Is that, mm. Is there a whale connection? No, no whales. <laughs> Fixing cars? No. And it's funny because we know, knowing Mitch, he's not the guy who's under the hood, right? No. no. Absolutely not. It's like, <laughs> no, not, not really. And but I like, love that about him, like that he was just like, yeah, this is, this is total half. Yeah. <laughs> and it's kind of freaky that, that Ella is like, you know, but the, the – Tarot cards did say this. I like yeah. that Mitch isn't going along, you know. <laughs> and then Tarot Lady just got her uh, revenge. She was like, well, well, there's a card and you guys are fucked, so yeah. get yeah. out. There you go. This, one, this has got like a million swords <laughs> stabbing into a body. <laughs> Enjoyed that much. <laughs> um, so she talked a bit about ending things and taking time out and this, that and the other, and obviously that rattled out of it. We'll see where that goes. Brenton Tamara um, is, Duncan said, doesn't believe that Brent's studio apartment is really his apartment. Thinks no. it's a cheeky Airbnb. Yep. Oh, is that why they were laughing so much? Maybe that makes more sense. I think it's also why they were just like laying in bed, drinking, <laughs> yeah. drinking coffees, drinking yeah, wines, true. because like nothing else to do. That's true. Um, I thought he was a richo. Does he? Did he? Did he yeah, but he I think had he went, a rich life. Yeah, in Dubai. In Dubai yeah. And then COVID happened. I mean, it's a big. Big big shift, isn't it, to go from, like, mm. flying high in Dubai sh- shooting video productions at nightclubs <laughs> <laughs> to um, your, your bed being in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, uh, the best moment of them for the week was definitely tomorrow. <laughs> Absolutely point blank refuses to believe that sea lions exist. <laughs> they do sound, they don't sound like a When you thing. hear the name, you're like, oh. Not, That's, Yeah. That definitely can't possibly be reason, real. It's odd. Because then you're going seals, seals. otters, uh, what else are there? Uh, walrus. Yeah. Walrus, you know? You no, know? That's true. Feels like that's it's already coming. Like, do we need sea lions? Do we need Do we need to kind of have so many? What's a good name? Sea lions. Yeah. Well, and they're, they're sea leopards as well. Is that a thing? Sea snakes. Yeah. 
Do you see what I see? Sea horses. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sea, sea horse. You can we'll never see lion. Really confused by sea horse. <laughs> sea biscuit. Can you even imagine? <laughs> if I see a biscuit, delicious. I eat it. And then there's a horse oh. that's also called. Oh my god. <laughs> that's actually not copyright, Jane. Right? No, uh, I don't know. Who said that? Uh, I don't know. It's like a classic. If I see, if I see, see biscuit, it. I eat it. Is that a classic thing? <laughs> I think it's a classic thing. There is some sort of lame dad joke. Seafood. Yeah, seafood. Sea yeah, I, I, right. oh. I just ad- oh. I just adapted it to sea biscuit. Yeah, no, that's, that's that be that is copyright joke. That's going on the real pod totes. Sea <laughs> biscuit, <laughs> I ate it. <laughs> but also actual truth, by yeah. the way. I'd love a biscuit. Yeah, I'm so hungry for a biscuit. <laughs> Go hungry. to the dinner party, guys. But don't think about the food. Okay. Because the meal is in the drama. All right. So we had a lot of teasing about this photo. So there's a photo that's doing around the round amongst the, um, what are they called? Contestants? What are they? The, the Participants. Participants. <laughs> um, and it's basically, it's an OnlyFans profile pic of Domenica um, with no clothes on going, hey, if you want some OnlyFans content, join me OnlyFans, right? Mm-hmm. Live, um, sorry, Liv's friends. Liv's friends Googled. Bullshit. Obviously bullshit. Because she, she, says says she, 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 she says that she found yeah. it. She contradicted herself the whole way through. Like, she's like really enjoying how maliciously mm. how she got it and distributed it. And then at the table, like seemingly unaware that the in the moments might be spliced <laughs> with the dinner party footage at some point, um, just claiming that her friends did it and that uh, she, she just... Basically, just never thought about it again, she and suddenly there was no malice. It, on. it was just a bit of information. She's just yeah, on. and no one, you know, no, it was just they just saw it in passing. It was no, no malicious intent. Oh. Mm. Didn't mean to rock the boat. No judgment. No judgment. No judgment. Twenty twenty one. No slut shaming. I just, yeah, I hate oh. how she's like. If I say that, then that's not what yeah. this is. But let's it's not like, forget that no. in her in the moment, she's saying she's so below me in terms of class and morals, and I'm embarrassed to be in this experiment with her. That's Liv's quote. Liv is training to be a teacher. Can I just say that no, she will never work in Australia. <laughs> so, so the, the that's the uh, that's the sort of the thing. You're just like, do you, is there some sort of like fit and proper person character <laughs> test with teaching? Because imagine, mm. I mean, we've had teachers involved in Merit Varied at First Sight in in New Zealand, and and at various times you sort of winced a bit about it. But she's like, like my my one of my daughters would definitely do some shit to really annoy a te- their teacher if, if that teacher was loose. Which daughter could that possibly be? Then who knows? <laughs> Regular listeners might know. But, like, the, the the lifelong grudge and the, like, will do essentially anything mm. to destroy someone who crosses her, even if, even sort of accidentally. And even it's children even children mm. from the sandpit from when she was a, a wee child. Yeah. So she's kids are... You know, not off limits. It's very scary. She's terrifying. So um, the interesting thing for, we, I mean, everyone's watched it, so we probably don't need to go through what happened so much, but the interesting thing for me was um, the rest, the response of the rest of the group at the dinner table when it came up. First of all, Cody, the way he brought it up. <sighs> one, it didn't need to be brought up at the dinner table at all unless you're making a telly show. I mean, mm. that, that whole thing, right, like, so I do think we should probably show it because I, I I know for a fact there are people who listen to this podcast and don't watch the show. Oh, okay. So so give to, us the TLDR. Well, essentially, like they, they've all known for a number of days that, that about this. They, they, it's been circulated or shown, and it feels like that producers, for whatever reason, they they have no one has told her about it. The only people who don't know for sure are 
Mitch and Ella and potentially Al. Um, <laughs> and, you know, the, 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 they basically are trying to figure out, you know, I think the likes of S Selena and to a lesser extent Tamara want to tell her in a way that's kind of as kind as possible mm. while also being on camera. Mm. Um, and it ends up being that Cody, who just doesn't know how to do anything, but also, like, someone had to do it. Like, the way that he did it was terrible, but I also was like, at least he acknowledged that he botched it and there was something kind of like... He, he was trying. I don't think he had bad intentions with it. I don't know. I think I, I would agree with you except for the way that he did it for me by saying to Jack, showed, like saying, yeah, does Jack true. know? Yeah. Do yeah. you know that's, this? That's very true. And he was grinning, that horrible Cody grin. Yeah, and to me that kind of, that spoke of the whole group of what they thought of the fact that she had an OnlyFans. Mm. So while they were all going, no judgment, you can do what you want, your body, your choice, it's 2021 and so on. The fact that he was like, does your husband know that you have an OnlyFans? Mm. Like, yeah. that was the sentiment behind it. Mm -hmm. Liv was hoping to be dropping this big bombshell to Jack, essentially, because yeah. she stated last week that she wanted to see them break up, essentially. She mm -hmm. wanted them both to be miserable. Um, and, and in her mind, I'm sure that this was something that, that she felt may do that. Mm. And as the expert said, she dropped the grenade and walked away. But thankfully, Jack is... King shit. Oh <laughs> Jack, is, Jack really just owned this week. Incredible performance. Just outstanding. And, I, you know, and I loved as soon as he said, yeah, I know about it. I don't care. I don't care. I've known about it since I was just like, these two people have handled this so well from day one. How <laughs> lucky is the production, like, given all of the potential bad outcomes here, that they got two people as evolved and like volatile, incredible television, but also just centred and just looked at shit the right way. And there was so frequently, I don't know about you guys, but when I was watching, I was like, when Dominica came over to kind of confront the table, I was like, this, there's so many options for, opportunities for it to go badly. And who knows? Maybe mm. it was a kind edit, that, but, but it certainly didn't seem to. And then the way that when Olivia did that final, like, just keep going, keep going, uh. just help. Awful, awful toxic behaviour, and Dominica's just like, I'm taking myself out of this situation. You're just like, yes. No one apologised. No. no, no one apologised, and I'm uh, mostly really disappointed in Tamara, Tamara, who I thought was a good absolutely. friend of Dom's, and who really defended herself, but in a kind of a, you brought this on yourself. You, you did that. These you are the consequences. To, yeah, I would never do such a thing. You know, so there was so much judgment loaded in what she was saying. Selena, I think, was just more like flapping around and all lost at sea. Like she genuinely wanted to tell Dom in private. And then when it came up that the photo kind of, oh, we just seen it. And, and she sort of said, come on, I wasn't the only person in the room. You know, mm. she was looking for backup to say, let's at least own up to having all seen it and God, all passed so it around. Tense. It was so tense. Even in the lead up to it where you knew that everyone knew, but they were trying to play it differently. Like Brent, I think Brent was trying to act like he was like, I'm not talking. He said, I'm not talking about it at one stage because mm. I wonder if they thought if we don't talk about it, it won't make the show. Yeah. Like, we'll just try and ignore it. But Selena had already talked about it. Yeah. Like, there was no way they were going to be able to cut around yeah. this massive thing. So I just, I really love it. You could see all the cogs working of people trying to figure out, like, how it's going to How it's going to play. play out. And yeah. it played for what it was, like you say, incredibly. Like, the 
we talk about reality TV being a place where you can have these like insane progressive conversations, and I feel like this is this is a yeah. perfect example yeah. of it. Yeah, and also I think that you know there was we know Dom's fiery. We know that if she's if you kind of pick 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 away at her, she blows, and she really handled herself. Mm. So well, she let Jack be, you know, be the the spokesperson for them as a couple for a minute. Then she took herself off with Ella, had a moment. Ella was an incredible support person. Mm-hmm. They came back. And, yeah, as you say, she got up and left. Obviously, there was a little bit of back and forth before that, but nothing to the level that you would expect given the situation. Ella, the voice of reason. Brent backs up Ella as well mm-hmm. when they come back and, and Dom and Jack have gone. Um, when you think about the difference between Dom and Liv and how they approach things. Dom's only ever bailed people up about and, like, stuck her nose in about relationships, right, about mm. their relationships and how they're treating other people and this is what the show's about. Putting her in the hot seat about something that's, like, incredibly personal mm. is nothing to do with the relationship. It's completely so Liv trying to say, oh, it's no different to her butting her nose in on these other things. I don't have to say that, obviously. It's, it's black and white, but I just... the. Oh. The thinking of this woman, it's just so it's mean. It's so mean. But I don't know if you've seen, there is a ser- uh, um, petition that's now being circulated, which is going to reach 150,000 signatures, which is for the e-safety commissioner to commence action against Olivia Fraser for image-based abuse. Well, this is what I was wondering site. when we were watching it, because I'm like, that this... What, what, what exactly is the difference between this and, like, revenge porn? Like, it's yeah. obviously, like the way that she obtained the image, but the way that she circulated the image mm, mm. was absolutely in that kind of realm. Like, it's it's a really, really... It's one of these, like... It's a quite a fascinating... Mm. It's an appalling incident, but also one that kind of really does speak to the sort of where we are now of society. Again, to your point, Alex, mm. about, uh, you know, reality TV as a a window into our kind of contemporary mores that we just don't get anywhere else. Mm. I think as well... Um, you know, you have to look at the fact that the, she doesn't own the photo. So on a very basic copyright level, right, if she's distributing a photo that she doesn't own and then obviously there's the, re- the revenge porn thing tied into that because I think people think of revenge porn as purely between, the, you know, whoever's like in a relationship with mm. someone. But the fact of the matter is using someone's image and it is a personal image because it's behind a paywall mm. and it also belongs to whoever took the image so distributing it, legally, surely that's revenge porn. Mm. And she knew the moment she started sharing it that it was this was going to be in front of all of Australia. Like she even says it at the table where she's like, it's leaking right now. It was yes. like a joker. Like it was yes. like the joker yeah. setting yeah. off a bomb yeah. in fucking Gotham. Also, the fact she didn't send it to anyone, she was like showing it on a screen, shows that kind of a level of sophistication of like, mm. you know, I think she sent it to Selena, but everyone else she just showed on a screen. To kind of like, you know, make sure that they'd seen it, but kind of her her footprint wasn't so obvious on it. To, to be honest, like, you know, given that, the, that there was a walkout over Daniel and Carolina walking in, mm. cold light of day, when they sort of really think about, you know, what, what Olivia did and her motivation and the way that she has so consistently tried to goad... Uh, go Dominica and and sort of frame frame her in this particular way, make her sort of too loud, too lower class, too too like I feel like the other contestants almost need to make a call here. Like mm. it's 
the way that they, you know, she walks out and then she's like, oh, isn't the, the vibe here so, so much better? You're like, how can you even be around this person when the way that she was speaking to Dominica after just manifestly wronging her? Mm. Yeah, and I, I really take... Uh, <laughs> I really take opposition to the whole group sort of going, as we mentioned, that it was just in passing. Did they not see, obviously, Olivia is the person who's had this major, and we're not talking about minor, you know, conflict with Don. Mm. We're talking about the dramas of the season. Huge. She's got a vendetta. (laughs) And she's showing them, and everyone's kind of defending themselves. Like, oh, it's just, she's just showing us. Like, just like, oh, hey, guys, did you know? Like, can't. Blame what my eyes see. They're like, cool. they're you're all adults yeah. as well. That's the thing. They're acting like, I mean, Jack said that they were just acting like high school idiots. It was Tamara in particular. Mm. I think she was so worried about being complicit in this thing that she was coming up with any any kind of weak defence she could. There's yeah. some interesting insight from the math subreddit. Oh. That's my, my can, I just, can I just remind everyone <laughs> that the I had, had never watched Mass before this, <laughs> thought it was too many hours a week of television to commit to, and now he's in the subreddits. But carry on. I wrote leave and then I changed it to stay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so my partner is straight into the subreddits as soon as it finished, and then I was secondhand getting the information from her. But Dom was doing some sort of AMA after the episode aired. Oh, wow. And apparently the immediate aftermath, the I think the week after that episode was shot, she received honest, genuine apologies from Brent and from Selena. Nothing from Tamara, <gasps> nothing from Sam, nothing from anybody else. Wow. No. Nothing from Al because he still hasn't seen it. No, <laughs> so, photography. What, what is that? Is so that? you mean a photo? So, so like something screen. happens and then you, and then it stops happening but it's still there over, on this. Okay, okay. <laughs> Is that what that icon on my phone is? Is that for... Love Al. Love Al. He's going to be taking photos of the washing in no time. (laughs) Can we just shout out Dominica's quote? If they are slut-shaming, I'll wear it like a badge of honour. My body, my choice. Love it. They just there were so, so many amazing lines out of, out of her and Jack where they just like a really tricky thing to a lead with, which was just strewn with uh, you know peril, and they just like absolutely aced it. Queen shit. Queen, Queen shit. shit. I mean, I'm very interested to see what the experts do with this because they have got a patchy record on mm. holding people to account, and quite frequently that is somewhat you know held back by the fact that they don't necessarily have complete information, but this whole thing played out at a dinner party, so Mm. they've got it all. Mm. True. And I think that the accountability sesh next week is going to be one for the ages. Alessandra is not going to stand for this shit. I can tell you that. No. I love Alessandra. I love loved Alessandra going way back to the commitment ceremony that started this crazy week when uh, the, the experts were giving advice to Catalina and Danny as they were leaving, and she was like, I give advice to people in this experiment. You are no longer part of the experiment. I'm not giving you any advice. (laughs) She's such an amazing woman. Okay, that's our podcast. Thank you very much. Week eight, we're nearing the end of Married at First Sight Australia. Slowly but surely, the reckoning is coming at this week's commitment ceremony. Thank you very much to TI here. Thank you to my co-hosts, Alex, Duncan. And thank you, dear listener. Thank you, Jane. Oh, thanks. Soft clap. Soft clap. Hooroo.
Just quickly, if you enjoyed this podcast and value what we do at The Spinoff, please consider joining The Spinoff members. All our mahi is made possible by our members, and we wouldn't be here today without their support. Tōtoko mai and head to thespinoff.co.nz slash members to sign up. Are you making the most of your KiwiSaver investment? Generate is an award-winning KiwiSaver provider with a track record of strong long-term performance. Making a smart decision now could add tens of thousands of dollars by the time you reach retirement. Book a no-obligation chat with a Generate KiwiSaver advisor today at generatekiwisaver.co.nz slash advice. A copy of the product disclosure statement is available at generatekiwisaver.co.nz. The issuer of the scheme is Generate Investment Management Limited and of course past performance does not guarantee future returns. Kia ora e te iwi, te Aihe Butler here, podcast manager at The Spin-Off. If you enjoy listening to our podcasts, consider supporting our mahi by signing up to become a Spin-Off member at thespinoff.co.nz slash donate. The Spin-Off Podcast Network.